This is One Ogden. I'm John Miles. Luna is a tattoo artist, also known as Hidden Moon Art on Instagram. And she's the owner of Spellbound Tattoo, an all-female tattoo shop near 15th and Washington with a focus on inclusion and body positivity. You grew up here? No. Where'd you grow up? Logan. Okay. How yeah. long have you been in Ogden? Like three years. What made you come here? I I came here because I wanted a different atmosphere, and I noticed that the community was growing larger and more diverse. Slogan is very conservative, and I noticed that Ogden, they're more like liberal, and I don't know, I just felt more like I fit in here. Had you spent much time here? Um, I came and visited a few times. I had a couple like friends I knew, but when I moved in, it was like full emerged into the city. So, Did you hear bad stuff about it? I just was like, this place is weird. Like, really? Yeah, I just, it kind of reminded me of like Portland. It was oh. kind of like weird. Like good weird. Yeah, oh, like okay. it was cool. And I just, I love the trains, like the train tracks and all that. Like you don't get much of that in Logan. Yeah. So I kind of like the industrial like side. It looks really cool, like aesthetically. Yeah. So, so, so you like living here? I love it. I honestly, I feel like we're closer to the mountains and it's just such a beautiful scenery and there's hot springs that are super close by too and the weather is nice. So I feel like I might be stuck here for a while. Yeah. Were you one that wanted to like move out of Utah? Um, I've traveled like a lot in my life. I've been on tour oh, and like music tattooing oh tattooing in different states oh, yeah okay. um, so there's conventions that go on and i was doing a different convention like every month at oh. least and i didn't really have like a fixed address i was just on tour with these artists and we were just going yeah everywhere yeah. for two years i did that before covid and then covid hit and like no more conventions like all closed down so i settled down here after all that i see happened okay. And so how long have you been doing tattoos? So I started tattooing. I did my first official tattoo back in 2013. My friends were messing around and I was like, ooh, that looks fun. I want to try it. And I got addicted. And then I did a formal apprenticeship 2015. You say, say your friends are messing around like they've just got a gun? Or yeah, like... yeah. They just had like a random machine chilling and my friend was willing to donate her foot to me. So oh. I, I like sharpied <laughs> on her foot and don't do this at home, kids. <laughs> but you've always been like a doodler, I would guess, yeah, right? Honestly, I do remember all of my early memories growing up very like creative, like drawing a lot, creating art putting things together and like fabrics and all that so yeah I did notice that I was a creative person by heart I think my first memories of me creating like an art piece was like in kindergarten and I remember that like stuck with me and then there was like a first grade drawing contest and I was like you were supposed to draw like you and your parents and this girl won and I was like, I'm going to like try to win next time. I was so jealous that she won. 
and it actually the book got published with all of our like oh. art families in it so like if i went to go visit that library i could find it because each year i guess they would publish like the students art so oh. i thought that was really cool and i was like wow like that's forever you know it's in a book yeah. and like that also resonates with me too being a tattoo artist is that like tattoos are forever too mm. and so that kind of motivated me to like keep drawing and although i didn't win it like pushed me to try harder next time uh -huh. if there's a drawing contest so then you know drawing a lot for my friends fifth grade they had like reflections did oh, yeah. you do you yeah, remember that so. yeah i tried reflections and i never succeeded and that too i wasn't really like the best artist out there but like i just knew i liked doing it for fun and like i was still like developing my skills yeah. i wasn't like someone who just came out of the womb like really good at it you know what i mean i feel like some people are just like created by heart like other people have to work hard to become an artist and like teach themselves how to draw or take classes how to draw like fundamentally and like with me i didn't understand the fundamentals of drawing yet and once i hit like sixth and seventh grade is when they had like better art classes and that's when like i feel like my style has just started to like emerge and so did you have tattoos before you started drawing tattoos yeah yeah yeah, so I, it's kind of crazy because I feel like the lifestyle found me. I wasn't like searching for it. I didn't ever think I would become a tattoo artist. I always joke around with my friends. Like if I wasn't a tattoo artist, I would either be like a mixture between aesthetics or like plastic surgery, which mm. is funny because like if you mix those together, it's kind of like tattooing. <laughs> so yeah. like it makes sense. But I really do like body modifications and like how people can change. I loved doing uh, henna. Um, my friends would make me draw on them all the time in like high school, like with marker. And okay. I went and bought the henna stuff. I never really was that good at henna. It's really, really difficult to sling. It's like, a paintbrush, it's like isn't it? mud. It's crazy. Oh, it's like yeah. you're slinging mud. It's really difficult. Like it's very intricate and beautiful. Having my friends sit across from me and me drawing on my friends was very like therapeutic for them and for me. And I just noticed like some girls in school would have like a bad day and they would just hand me their markers and be like, draw on me. And I had a binder that had all my artwork in it. And I actually like got in trouble in school all the time for drawing. Like I was never paying attention. I don't know how to do like really difficult like algebra, math or anything like that because I was paying attention on my art instead of science and math. <laughs> I dedicated all my time to that. I mean, sure. it's a good thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it pays <laughs> off now. It's... You know, it, I make someone else count my money for me, so <laughs> like I'm good. So I don't really know the path of a tattoo artist. It's not like there's like a great clips, but I guess you just you're working at your friend's studio for a while and you're building yeah. a clientele. Okay, so yeah, the way that I was kind of brought up in the industry was so when I turned 18, that's kind of like you know your paths or like what career, like what am I going to do with my life? You know, like am I going to go to college? I actually was a teen mom. So I'm like, am I going to be a stay-at-home mom? Like, what am I going to do? I, I knew I wanted to make a lot of money. I knew, sure. I'm, a, I'm a hustler. Like, I just, I love making money. So I was just like, okay, I need to, I need to think. Like, either I'm reselling things, making things, creating things, painting. I need to do something that I like. My, my family grew up kind of like middle class. Like, we weren't rich. We weren't poor. 
we my dad was able to afford he was a single dad actually my mom was deported when i was um, oh. 12 but when i wanted to like invest in like like random art shit <laughs> he would be like here you go like here's here's some paint brushes here's some paints he always was really good about like providing like what i needed creatively huh. But yeah, I remember I did apply for college and I think I was going to take some art classes. But like the same day I applied for college, I had a text from this girl. We actually didn't like each other at all. And she texted me and she was just like, hey, my ex-boyfriend is doing like a flash cell for script tattoos. So script tattoos are just lettering tattoos. And I wanted a quote on me and for some reason she knew I wanted a quote on me so she was like promoting him and I had this quote in mind that like was super close to my heart and it meant a lot to me and this is when I also decided that I wanted to pursue a career in modeling like alternative modeling so I'm like I'm gonna make it happen I don't know how I'm going to I love modeling I love photography I love photos and that was another way for me to express myself so I hit him up we made the appointment. I went in for my tattoo and it was like in this small studio in a corner of like Logan, like tiny studio. And we talked a little bit. I don't think I ever expressed my thoughts of becoming a tattoo artist or anything like that. I've always been really shy about talking about it. And but you've always had like a notebook full of Yeah, I had stuff. like a portfolio yeah, and yeah. everything and... I don't know. I didn't think I was cool enough, but mm. it doesn't matter now. Like any. Well, yeah. I mean, like you kind of have to have a style, and yeah, so you have to I feel like just, it's defined a bit or something. I was just too shy, yeah. so I don't know. I didn't express anything. We just talked, and it was a good time. We clicked, and I actually was a fashion blogger because I wanted to get into modeling with my Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I worked at a kiosk in a mall. I was a mall rat. I worked at the mall for years, years. I like moved Logan up. Mall? Yeah, <laughs> the Cash Valley Mall. Yeah. I like moved up in rinks like because i was there for so long i started off at a kiosk and i ended up store manager for a halloween store eventually Uh but it was super fun but i remember there was like this fashion show that happened and since i was working in one of the kiosks i saw the fashion show Uh and this is before like influencers were really a thing right like this is like right when instagram like came out and people were like seeing that it was lucrative and there was a store that was doing that fashion show called like head over heels i think they were called Mm -hmm. And she announced on the microphone, she was like, hey, anybody who has over like a thousand followers gets this many likes and like she had like a bulletin list of things for like the word influencer wasn't coined yet right. so like but, that's what she was but basically say. that that's what she was looking for uh-huh. and she was like i will give free clothes to that person to post on instagram to like market so she was looking for influencers uh-huh. technically but she didn't that that that's word that didn't was, even yeah. exist back then yeah so I was like, oh my gosh, that gives me a goal. And I, all my Instagram was, was fashion. And I was trying to get like all my friends to like follow it, to like my posts. And cause I just wanted free clothes. And so, um, my Instagram was first fashion modeling. And then he saw how good I was at like marketing and like showing off my clothes and doing like professional photos with them mm. that the tattoo artists actually hit me back up 
texted me and he was like, hey, like I just created new merch for my shop. Like, can you model that for me? And I was like, yes. And he's like, I can't pay you anything, but I can give you more tattoos. And I was like, "Okay, like that (laughs) sounds like a deal to me. Like, sounds awesome. So, yeah, he gave me a lot of tattoos. That's how like I got covered mostly it was because i was doing a lot of modeling work and oh. tattooing and then one day he just messaged me i guess he trusted me to huh. to watch his shop for him <laughs> and i laughed because i was like he kind of like paved the way for me because he was like just sit here every tuesday and talk to clients and just keep the doors open for me and i was like sure yeah that sounds awesome um he's like again i can't really pay you but if you want tattoos i can trade you your time for tattoos and i was like Say no more, fam. Like, I will take it. If you're kind of modeling tattoos for him, mm-hmm. is he choosing what tattoos you get? Or No. Like, yeah. I, I sent him ideas. He just did it in his style. Okay. So When somebody wants something drawn on them, like, I mean, they kind of get to know your style, I would guess, and they're coming yeah. to you because they like your style. But right. then they can, like, talk to you about an idea and you'll design it. It's crazy. Like, when someone tells me an idea they want, I've had so much practice that I just see it already in my head. It's like telepathy. Like, I see it. And, like, if it doesn't match up, I, like, do a sketch so then I can kind of be like, like that? Uh Is that what you're thinking? And they're like, oh, a little, you know, adjust this, this there. And you can kind of work together. Or you can just be like, take it or leave it, you know? So Uh each artist is different. But... Uh I'm usually, I'm pretty flexible, like, it's on them forever, so have your boundaries. But so, I mean, you were like one of the people inventing an influencer, and you kind of didn't know it. Isn't but that it was like, crazy? You kind of, somebody explains the path, and you start going on it. And yeah, you, kinda... you just kind of flow with it, mm-hmm. right? And so then that yeah. was always parallel with the tattoo artist stuff, because you've got mm-hmm. a pretty decent Instagram following now. Yeah, that's... The foundation I had before was why I have what I now what I have now. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think what's happening with my Instagram now is that it's trading out the old fashion blogger stuff and bringing in the clients. Mm. So like the unfollows I get are just the old people that don't resonate with my my yeah. Instagram. But this is like back in 2015, so it's like not a huge you know change of what it's doing now. Right. But back then it was like more personal fashion blogging stuff right and then now it's very like tattoos and modeling Uh i would i would say right right but you found a way to turn what you want to do with modeling into this into tattoo business into my life yeah yeah it's pretty cool it's unique you know yeah i try to stand out like i don't want to like fit the mold of any other tattoo artist i feel like um males in the industry they don't have what i have (laughs) So they can't really promote the way that I can. Uh-huh. And I feel like I'm very body positivity. Like I want women to embrace their bodies and to love themselves, like no matter shape and form and size, color, whatever. And I just want to like promote that. So you have some interesting things you do. Like, I mean, like the nipple tattooing yes. is interesting. Yeah, they are super cool, right? And you're actually like... Tattooing them. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that painful? Is- no, they seem fine. Really? Yeah, women are resilient, huh. I swear. My friend said out of 10, it's like a three. Really? And if you're a mom, if you've had kids, because I've had two kids, if you've had children, you probably won't feel anything. Really? Because um, when you breastfeed... 
it like creates like a shield oh, yeah. and it's like a little bit like stiffer. And so, yeah, you can't feel anything. Yeah, yeah. If you have had surgery before, you definitely like you can lose your nerve endings. But some people are a little bit more sensitive than others. And uh, we do have numbing cream that you can put on can help take the ease off a little bit but with all the girls i've tattooed um they've yeah not used it huh. they're strong very strong yeah <laughs> yeah women huh. have a higher pain tolerance too than men yeah so right i'm sure they're all fine tell me about like the it's like you're doing like a skin to skin almost thing while you're tattooing and yes like is that is that like i don't know is it like it makes the tattoo more meaningful like i I think so like that's um I had a photographer hit me up and she had this idea and she was just like look like I think it would be so cool to have you guys both wearing like lingerie and just like tattooing and it was just like her idea of like coming in and shooting that uh-huh. and I thought it was so cool because male tattoo artists tattoo with their shirts off all the time uh-huh. like they get all hot and sweaty uh-huh. and so when you're around somebody else's body your body heats are like always like against each other and so you get hot too and sometimes my clients get clammy because we're like super close together and it's just kind of a very uh, nerve you know uh-huh. so sometimes you just want to take your clothes off <laughs> <laughs> and so um it just it kind of made me feel like if men can take their shirts off when they tattoo i can too yeah so it was a very like empowering yeah type of piece of art honestly do you like, mostly tattoo women yeah yeah my according to my books i am 98 percent women that i tattoo i tattoo a guy like twice a year maybe which is like interesting with the content that i make like you would think it would be more males but no what girls just like me (laughs) (laughs) well and it is this whole vibe like you were saying body positivity like very woman-centric like Mm -hmm. the whole process seems just geared to the way yeah like women experience it not that i know but you know what i mean like that's the impression i get we're taking off you know i feel like girls are taking over the industry like people want more feminine tattoos on them my style is more feminine and Uh you know a guy can't do what i do because my brain works in the female ways the estrogen you know is just (laughs) off and it shows in my work and if you want more like masculine pieces i recommend you know some guys can do that some girls can do you know it just depends but i feel like women are like women are comfortable with other women yeah you know like naturally yeah it's like i don't know i've even seen cases where like boyfriends would get jealous if they got tattooed by a guy like they're like oh my boyfriend like won't let me get tattooed by another guy like um come to you instead and i find that really strange but i'm like more money for me so so thank you boyfriend like (laughs) out there but at the same time i'm like maybe you know that's not the healthiest relationship to be in i mean i don't know like do you feel like there is this sort of intimacy that goes on with, between an artist and and Oh, definitely. Subject. Yeah, for sure. I feel like you build a connection with every single client. So um, once in a while you get a bad apple. And other than that, like you can develop a very strong bond with your artists and people like there's a saying out there that like I'm loyal to my artists. And I find that also very strange because I'm like, you're not dating your tattoo artist. Like it's okay if you like somebody else's art. I I don't get offended at all when my clients go see different tattoo artists. I've actually had clients here that have bounced around different artists in my studio Mm -hmm. and I'm fine with that. 
you know, like it is what it is, but. But, and maybe you don't want to answer it, it's fine, but yeah. like, do you, like does marketing in that way maybe bring in some people, like you have to have certain precautions or just walls up and stuff, Honestly, you know I mean? I'm the most unfiltered person out there and my mindset is if you don't like me, if you, if you don't like the stuff I post, unfollow. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty like, I'm unapologetically myself Yeah, yeah. and I will embrace that. And I love myself enough to know that if I don't click with that one client, it would have been a disaster tattooing them. Uh So if I'm true to myself, I'm going to absorb those. I'm going to attract those type of people that are similar to me that have the same outlook in life. Yeah. And I'm going to be able to book them because I know if I be fake, if I'm not myself, Uh I'm going to attract the wrong people. Right. Well, and I do. Yeah. I think that's absolutely right. That you have a, a product that I mean, the way that it's all true mm-hmm. to you, I think, is really cool. It's yeah, like, and, definitely. And it comes through, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think about that a lot. I'm always like, okay, how can I target like a different audience? And so art always evolves, mm-hmm. and sometimes my style will evolve. And so, like one phase will be like. I'm doing line work only or I'm doing glitter tattoos or color tattoos or traditional. So like I just kind of go with the way that I'm feeling that month or week. Mm. And I just booked those tattoos that I'm drawing. So I have like pre-drawn stuff that people are getting on them. Sometimes I do customs here and there, but most of my Instagram is filled with stuff I've already drawn and people like it. And so how did it all turn into you opening the studio here Spellbound? Okay, so I knew I had to be a grown-up and start a retirement fund. (laughs) And I felt like, oh, um, I actually have a carpal tunnel, like really bad carpal tunnel from tattooing. And I have tendonitis, and I just was like diagnosed with that. And um, I know that my tattooing career is not going to last as long as I want. So usually people can tattoo, you know, 40s, 50s, whatever. Probably within my 30s and 40s, I should probably stop oh. if for health reasons. Just It's just not good for my wrist. Mm-hmm. But if I can do the surgery and heal properly, then yeah, I can go longer. It just mm-hmm. kind of depends on my health. So I was just like, okay, I need to think of like an investment. And I thought opening up my own tattoo studio would be the best way to invest in myself and in others. Mm-hmm. And it was a really big leap for me to take and it was really hard honestly because I was at a really good shop before this they were great people and I really love and cherish all of them so it was like ripping a band-aid off moving shops and opening up a shop I didn't realize how political it is oh just there's like other shops in town and there's a lot in Ogden and I'm sure people have you know things that they want to say about me or whatever I like this tattoo community where all this yeah talking's going on I don't I mean maybe I don't know I tried to like stay away from any drama like I would we just kind of do our own thing I did have a few tattoo artists come in here and like try to introduce themselves and some of them were like extremely nice and super sweet and then other ones were like very like backhanded complimenty mm. and so i was just like yeah if they come back in here i don't feel safe with them in here yeah, you know yeah. so we like have our boundaries with certain people because they just make us feel really uncomfortable yeah, that's too bad. but you know that's why there's different shops for different types of people different personalities go in different places and there's enough money to go around ogden's growing there's no reason why we need to 
have competition. Yeah. You know, everybody's style is different. Yeah, so. yeah, right. You're offering a pretty specific product. You it's, know? It is. Yeah. Like, I have a target audience, and I'm pretty narrowed close to that. And do you want to come to me? That's your choice. But, um, yeah, we are a all-female shop. Yeah. So that's another fun thing. I think we're the only one here in Ogden. So. That's cool. And you always have been? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that always your intention? Was it... Um, no, it wasn't. Like, I do have a guest artist that is a male, and he's pretty cool because um, sometimes we're, like, we're needing certain things and just boss him around, you know? <laughs> so he does everything <laughs> we tell him to do. He's really nice, and um, he helps us, like, creatively, like, expand. But, yeah, other than that, like, most guest artists and the permanent tattoo artists that are here, they're all females and or queer-based. Mm. So that just, yeah, it was not intentional i don't really care like if we do find like a few other people and they're up to my standards up to industry standards then yeah i can consider them you know it's not like a huge thing but Mm. it is a really good golden ticket for us to provide (laughs) yeah (laughs) so well and uh, like have you found that ogden identifies with that yeah yeah it very very well it's been a great response we've read our reviews and they're like oh we love that it's all female like it just makes us feel safe especially with me tattooing in those intimate areas Mm -hmm. yeah there's other other girls walking around you know they're not as like weirded out and you're not gonna have a male tattoo artist just staring at you know your thigh tattoo as you're getting tattooed or or trying to like put their hands on you or anything like that because i've heard horror stories before so yeah yeah, it can get bad bad yeah and so how long have you been open so i want to say we opened like either 2021 or 2022 2022 sounds about right we opened in september and i was actually across the street before this and then i was eyeing this building oh and it was just like looks so cute and i yeah. was like i need this building like it looks so perfect and i just manifested being here there wasn't even like a rent sign or anything i literally had to like google it go on google maps and then search the address and then like locate the real estate agent really? like i went deep into the web like trying to figure out who owned this building because i knew someone owned it and there was a lady here but i noticed like all her stuff was gone and he came and showed me the spot and i was like are you okay with tattoo artists because some buildings aren't like some of them are super chill some of them aren't mm. and he was like oh yeah sure do whatever you want so huh. we made it, it seems like shop. a great spot to be like yeah. building all that over there yeah it's kind of gonna make this is a little more walkable, I think. Yeah, they just had a little Chipotle. It's pretty busy. Like, my my friends all really like how we're on a busy street. You know, Washington Boulevard mm. is, there's a lot of traffic usually. There is this restaurant right next to us, too. And the restaurant is always popping. And then we're right by another tattoo shop, but they're so sweet. And I need to drop them off cookies, honestly, because they send us clients sometimes. They'll be too full, and they're like, go over there, try out Spellbound, and... They're the sweetest people ever. Mm. And I guess they're one of the oldest shops here. And so um, if people want to come in here, like do they find Spellbound or do they find the individual artists here? How does that work? So at first, since I already had my platform, I was just booking clients under my Instagram And then with the girls, I kind of taught them like marketing, like how to do that, how to build your clientele. So yeah, it was very like private studio-ish. Like we'll just bring in our clients, 
whatever time during the day. Like we can pick and choose. Uh-huh. So there's not set hours for the shop. Um, it's best to just talk to the artists and then we'll just open shop. And it's good and bad in some ways. The pros are the shop is open like nine to nine sometimes because mm-hmm. an artist will be working at 9 a.m. be done later in the day and then another artist will come in later and then be here till like 10. But then other days it'll be fully closed and no one's here on a random Wednesday, you know, and it's not online. So we don't have like a set schedule of like when we're always open. But um, we kind of like the private studio vibes. It just, it works for us and we want that luxury, honestly. Yeah. So I'm sure everybody does. (laughs) So it was a lot of it Instagram based. It's Mm -hmm. like the the Spellbound page, you kind of link to all the girls. Yeah. So somebody could just kind of click through them and see their styles. See their portfolio and and stuff. Somebody put us on Google. Don't know who. <laughs> You're pissed about it. I'm like, okay, I am. I get the ick when it comes to review culture uh, because you can't get along with everybody. That can be a whole another podcast we could talk about <laughs> because I find reviewing human beings is the most demeaning thing. Like we're not objects, you know. Just uh-huh. like we are not your can of soup. We are not an item. We're human beings, and we've had we have our own traumas. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's, I just find it so odd to review a person. Like, that's just messed up, man. <laughs> like, uh-huh. you hate me. Tell me to my face. <laughs> like, we'll take it to the alley. Like, <laughs> That's interesting. Like, you as an artist, your canvas is a person. Yeah. No, there's laws to that. I know the laws. <laughs> I actually looked them up. I have an attorney, and I was like, what are, what are the copyright yeah. laws when it comes to tattoos and you obviously don't own human parts and you don't own human body skin but you still own the art piece uh-huh. so if another tattoo artist steals the art piece you can sue them so if they take exactly what you drew and draw and did it on someone else then yeah you are um, covered by the copyright laws huh. which is interesting so like you can't you're pretty covered now and like yeah. you can't model your stuff so much you have to use other people's bodies to mm-hmm. sort of promote your work right yeah yeah i don't really tattoo myself i suck at it it's really hard to tattoo myself i did my face the other day i did my freckles are those new? yeah those i did those cool. yesterday yeah but uh yeah other than that well like, and are you still getting a lot of tattoos yes i still have room yeah <laughs> i have like my legs my knees i still need to get tattooed uh-huh. i have like the inside of here um, my inner arm yeah, uh-huh. for those that are listening <laughs> well and i was wondering about your other arm like was that always blacked out no was it? this is cover-up is it so yeah i have a lot of blackout work on my arm and the flowers where the floral is is all the empty space uh-huh. i had and then where it's black is where the all tattoos <laughs> was were like the only empty space. And i just was over them uh, yeah. they're really cute like i do like all the artists listening that did my slave i love all the work that you didn't do it somewhere else i just was like in love with the black work look like mm. it just looks so sleek and so nice it is a lot of maintenance for sure but that's only like the first like two three weeks mm. and that's the nice thing about tattoos is like do your healing do it well then you never have to worry about it ever again maybe it gets a little crusty like a little ashy itchy maybe mm. put a little lotion you'll be fine so tell me the plan from here is i mean you're trying to build the instagram audience you're mm. trying to kind of establish the studio i guess is yeah that- 
we are like growing as a team and this building is pretty small so eventually like for the future i do want to invest in a bigger building for us and have more artists so if i can get somewhere that's two floors that would be more ideal i kind of was thinking about looking at houses Mm -hmm. and like an all wooden floor house Mm -hmm. and like buying that and converting that into a tattoo shop yeah i was thinking about making that investment but keeping the name spellbound it's it's you know it has its own brand so i will keep the name just I actually saw an old church for sale, like a small one. Oh, and I was like, that would be cool. Would like, be cool. there's a lot of ideas coming up, you guys. Yeah. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, thanks for being here, you guys. Um, yeah. You can follow me at Hidden Moon Art, or you can, you know, check out Spellbound on Google. If you've been tattooed by us already, please leave a review. It will go such a long way for us. Yeah. Thank Have you. a good day. <laughs> We've been getting into more video content lately, so follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for videos of our guests and for our new series of Vox Pop interviews on the streets of Ogden. And if you like what we're doing, all we ask in return is that you spread the word.